There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. All right, everybody. I think it's day 49 of the quarantine. My wow. question is, what is your biggest guilty pleasure? Mm. Rachel. Um, it's pretty basic. I have to say my go-to has been Pepperidge Farm Mint Milanos. I don't know why, but they are just really hitting the quarantine spot. <laughs> And when they're on sale, even better. I just caught a sale two for six, so I cop four packages. Ooh, Frank. Oh, shit. Uh, my guilty pleasure is has been like I've seen everybody in and I've been out in the streets just, you know, hitting the pavement, working, you know. So I've, I've been feeling bad, you know. I feel like I'm gonna fucking maybe catch some shit, but I feel bad because everybody's locked up in their crib. Good thing we can't see you, so we can't catch it from not seeing you. Uh, I'll go next. I think my guilty pleasure, King, Tiger King got me open on watching white trash documentaries, and now I saw another one called The Great Whites of Virginia, and I'm just really just binging oh, on white trash documentary, bro. It's like fascinating. They like do heroin in front of everybody. Like, well, so you're learning about white people, in other words. Ooh, I, <laughs> they do what? heroin in front of everybody. Like, yeah. isn't that Frank's been seeing that live <laughs> under, the, under the under the bridge? You're welcome to my the bridge people. Bridge is where he walks. <laughs> Jamie, what about you? Um, I think I mentioned this in a in a last episode or something, but I'm really into uh, my guilty pleasure is frozen pizzas. I'm going through all the brands. I'm DiGiorno. Shout out to Tombstone. Um, Mama Celeste, have you tried Mama Celeste? Mama Celeste, I yeah, I don't know. It's that seems more like for kids, no? Yeah, Mama that's Celeste. Right. I feel like they're so small. I like the big ones. Give me, you know, Totinos. Mm. Um, and if I want to get real, like old school Newman's own, Paul Newman's. Oh, oh that's good. But um, but I will not touch California Pizza Kitchen. I do have, I do have, you know, standards. Pizza standards, yeah. Ooh. Latinos out loud podcast. 
Feels great. You guys yep. look great. Here we are. This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast, Zoom. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Zoom. Welcome. Welcome aboard. This is your friend to the end. My name is Rachel La Loca. Hi. I am uh, Rachel. Uh, well, Rachel. I'm uh, Juan <laughs> Zazago. No, because I was trying to put Zoom in there and I got thrown off. I was just doing the whole mirroring, but I was doing, I'm uh, Juan Zazago. You want to be, I get it. <laughs> this is Jay Ferns in the house, literally in my house. Ooh. <laughs> this, is, this is Frank Nibs up in Washington Heights. I mean, you could be anywhere right now. We don't know. Where, where <laughs> in the Heights is Frankie Nibs. <laughs> Frank just, what up, what up, what up? New, Frank just opened up a new excuse when people were like, yo, come to my Zoom. And we're like, all right, cool. But Frank can just not, Frank could be anywhere. So if there's like a jealous girlfriend, they could be like, where are you? I'm like, yo, I'm home. So show me. Nah, nah, my Zoom, the way it's set up, you, you can't see. But it. now he can have the virtual background as his home. So yeah. he can pretend he's home with a virtual <laughs> background of his bedroom. <laughs> This brings back the flashbacks. Oh, you think I'm stupid, Frank, right? You think your camera oh. don't work? You worked <laughs> IT for three years and you can't work your Zoom? Yo, you guys, you guys are funny. You guys almost don't believe that I can't turn on the video in the background. Huh? It's, it's, it's going to stick with me forever, huh? Oh, There's a conspiracy God. theory right now that you are there but just don't want us to see you and where yeah. you are. Uh, unless you have like uh something covering your 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 um number the um the camera. camera on your laptop yeah no, which I have something see. covering it no yeah, which yeah. which which in reality yeah. i can believe because he's into his frank spiracy and they one of the spirit frank spiracies is that they look the government can see us through the camera so if he covers it up yeah then it makes total sense like the government only see only tries to see things that are like interesting like i don't i don't I, every time people are like oh my god i don't want them to see what i'm doing i'm like yo you're not what are you hiding you don't think what, frank's you, on their list jamie frank no frank might be doing some crazy frank might be might be somebody they would look at yeah but most people most people though are not that exciting for them to be like yo the fbi must be looking at my camera Frank was like on the what? list you before just... there was internet. So they had like <laughs> it was like a, a list with a clipboard and Frank was on it. <laughs> <laughs> now, next week, don't worry, guys. Next week, I'll, I'll come on, you know. I just had to do some research on it, um, you know. But next week, right. then, you know, I feel a little bit more comfortable and I'll definitely be on video, guys. Frank, were you just like a bouncer in the IT office? I don't know. What were, you, <laughs> were you doing something computer-related? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Yo, my man, my man, nah, 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 the list is closed. You can't get in seen IT right now. <laughs> stay back, stay back. You know the server room always has to be super duper cold, so if I bring yeah. it, nah, nah. The temperature will be my man. Happy Easter, everybody. Feliz yeah. Pasqua. Jesus has resurrected. Yeah. Did you live stream the service? I did not live stream any service. It was hard for me to plan my day around an online mass. So we kind of just did church up in here. And then during my run every night, I do pass by different churches and I do my own private mass, you know, mm. just me in the building with no priest. Um, but uh, I'll talk about my Easter. You know, mm. we did the traditions. Um, we instilled some new ones with the children. So we made a mess and we did the colored Easter eggs which was fun then we did our easter egg hunt which was actually we all got into it and it's those little things that you're like oh let me fucking do this for the kids that like turn into you becoming a kid yourself so edgar and i had a good time running around the backyard looking for eggs and um that was cool 
I didn't get to dress up the kids this year, which is a tradition that we've been doing every year. Um, you know, it, it was kind of like reminiscent of last year. Jamie, if you recall, we had just gotten back from shooting Bring the Funny out in L.A. like two days before Easter. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And you were like, that was the only kind of like thing that made you a little bit... Um, cheered you up a little bit because you were like i don't want to go home now man but you know i'm i got i at least get to spend easter with the kids yeah and i did some last minute shopping got them outfits we did church by my parents house it was wonderful it's a little different this year obviously with everything going on with the quarantine but jesus was in the building and we celebrated him in every single way that we could um i'm also finding now that donovan is almost five years old he is absorbing information about religion, which makes me happy, but it's yet something else that I need to educate myself on, on how to talk about religion and let's say Jesus dying and resurrecting three days later to a child that doesn't fully grasp death. So if anybody out there has some advice for me, hit me up at Rachel La Loca. Let me know how to even start this topic of religion with my child. But uh, Jamie, what did you do for Easter? After I after I put the N95 mask on my Jesus statue, mm. just in case, um, mm. you know, he's resurrecting, but I don't know where he's been. Um, <laughs> I decided to do a, and I actually consulted with Mike first before <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, I did a DJ set, even though I'm not a DJ at all, but I wanted to do like just straight up play all my favorite um, sitcoms, uh, sitcom theme songs. Ah. So I, I, I got a laptop. I got like this, you know, this free DJ app. Um, I started like looking at freaking BB, BPMs and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I didn't even know about BPMs until I was like, oh shit, I got to do the fastest to the slowest, right? Mm-hmm. So, or, or vice versa. Anyways, and I just did a bunch of, I mixed a bunch of um, sitcom theme songs together. So I have Full House, Who's the Boss, Growing Pains, Family Ties, Charles in Charge, Facts of Life. And this was my whole DJ mix. Wow. And mm-hmm. it was great because, you know, I didn't have like a bunch of people, but I had a good, a solid group of fun people that I knew and they were all requesting songs that I didn't have. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, yo, where's Fresh Prince? Yo, it it was so funny because you could tell Jamie was like not expecting to have so much attention on him and then like for some reason the app like froze or something and he said, yo, yo, hold on, yo, give me a second, yo, I, I wasn't planning this, hold on. Wait a minute. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I had a couple of intermissions because the, the, the DJ had froze, but um, it kind of became like a part of the thing. But, yeah, that's um, some bangers, yeah, people were throwing out. I had some bangers. Shout out you to had some Perfect bangers, Strangers. Bro. That, that one, that one uh, really felt like one of the bangers. Um, people Which were like throwing out cartoons, shows, and movies. And I was like, yo, this is strictly sitcoms. So I might do another one with cartoons next. All right. So, yeah. so maybe look out. Maybe look yeah, out for that. It was fun though. It was like it was only like 40, 45 minutes or whatever, but it was a distract thing, a distraction from you know being stuck indoors for Easter. You know what I'm saying? So you need anyway, like two, uh, you need like two dancers next time twerking. Yeah. <laughs> I need to keep escalating it. Yeah, it's gonna escalate. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens next Andrew. week. Andrew, Andrew's an amazing dancer. Come on. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't think he wants to. I don't think he wants to see comments. Like, very creative. Oh, you wait, had two. Ter- you had two laptops hooked up. That was very creative there. Yeah. You had the whole setup and everything. And I still. And I still had like. I still kept getting logged off of the of the app. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Mike, well, what did you do? Looking forward to next week. That's definitely gonna be next week. There might be a surprise because I might be doing some. Shout out to Elmo Defoca and and you and you might be a part of it. So, oh um, shit, yeah, it might be a competition that Mike might judge. So we'll see. Wow. Anyway, Mike, what did you do um, for Easter? I was watching you. Um, <clears throat> I really didn't do. I didn't really do much. The only thing that I was noticing that is the. Um, being we're home so much, getting packages, I thought wouldn't be so much of a challenge. And so packages from know, where? From like Amazon or something? Yeah, but you know what? Amazon uses different delivery services, and one of them is called LaserShip, which I never. Wait, what? <laughs> I've what? never what? heard of that. <laughs> Let me tell you. And I just right before we just recorded right now, I, I just yelled at one of the delivery guys right now because on Tuesday, we apparently got a package, but they left it in the lobby. Now, hello, I live in the Bronx right now. You leave in the lobby, it is stolen. So <laughs> left it, there was no no sight. So Sophie called Sophie called customer service, and they gave her an attitude. They're like, listen, you know why? It's too late. We got to do an investigation. Give us 24 hours. Then they did the investigation. They're like, oh, no, it, it, they said they dropped it off. I'm like, yeah, in the lobby. They stole it. So we had to go to Amazon. Then last night, they delivered another thing at 1130 at night. We're hearing knocking on the door. We thought we were freaking going to get robbed. I've and never heard of a delivery that late. Yo, listen, LaserShip, I'm telling you right now, I've never done, I've never done this in the history of the Latinos a la podcast. I am giving an anti-promotion. Never use LaserShip. They don't have a truck. They don't have a uniform. They're a, DK, a private company. They suck. So I guess Wait, what did the guy just say right now when you told him about why'd you come so late Yo, yesterday? He goes, hey, loco, mira, dude, you had me waiting for a long time, man. It's not my problem. I'm like, dude, it's 1130 at night. Oh, no, whatever. He goes up the stairs. He Yo, he dropped all the packages. He goes, listen, hey, don't, don't talk to me. I don't work for Amazon. I work for a private company. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, yo, for real? Who are they hiring? So laser ship that just that's that name already sounds shady. Well, I was I was reading some of the Twitter comments and they, their nickname is laser shit. So they they already they already have some people that I read. They were saying they had the same complaints late night, putting stuff in the lobby, getting stolen. They don't care. Yo. So Damn. that's been my novella during the quarantine. Well, wow. was it that you were getting delivered from laser shit? Um, I got my my workout cables. Uh, and I was supposed to get an exercise. I mean, uh, Jamie's inspired me with all these, you know, like, you know, masks, but then also like a massage drill, which could be used for oh, something else. What? I'm a little jealous. Drill. Really? What the hell is that? Yeah. It looks like a drill, but in the end, it's like a, it's got a thingy like this, like a fork, and it just goes like mad quick. And then there's a rubber one that you can just go and it gives oh, you like, like a vibration, like. Yeah, I know. This sounds a little X-rated, but okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why it got stolen the first time because it looked like a freaking vibrator, y'all. And you know how I was seeing. I was seeing it took that shit. Yo, yeah, <laughs> one B probably stole it from us. <laughs> Frank, um, what did you do on Easter, real quick? I was up at the uh, Allen Pavilion, uh, New York Presbyterian Hospital, on two fifteenth off of Broadway, doing uh, an art piece uh, for the uh, for the essential workers, nurses, doctors working in the hospital. We did two pieces. It took like ten hours a piece. What do you? What do you? You became you become like Basquiat now and shit. Like you're doing all yeah, this art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I've been drawing these things, and I, I mean, I got a little art, you know, background. So, are you an art director now? No, nah, I'm just helping the, the <laughs> artist out. So, you know, it's, it's a lot you of You sure work. this isn't graffiti? You sure this isn't graffiti? I'm taking it, I'm taking <laughs> it back. I got a little graffiti, you know, as a little skill. You guys right. are about Frank. Frank. I think it's breakdancing right next to it. Like, yo, this is how you breakdance to this art piece. 
So we've been grinding, you know. So, you know, I, I heard the Andre Bocelli uh, thing on YouTube. My, you know, somebody that was there put it on speakers and we just there for hours just painting. Wait, wait. What, what, can you explain that? Because I know who Andre Bocelli is. I don't know what that he was. A, he, did, he, did a, he did like a sermon and he sang a few songs at, at somewhere in Rome or Italy. And it was like, oh, nice. damn. you know, you know, the Jesus songs, you know, Rachel, mm-hmm. you know, those things. So. Yeah, my boss put it on, and there was on speakers. There was a lot of workers there, so it was nice. You know, everybody's getting together. They've yeah. been uh, the fire department's been coming around the, uh, the uh, in front of the hospitals, and while everybody claps, they you know they put the horns on, the uh, the ambulances. So you know, it's very uh, uplifting. You Are know? you doing nice. this? Is, is your guy doing this like just out of the kindness of his heart? Uh, that and also the hospital just, you know, they got together and they, you know, they came up with this thing, you know, just to give everybody, you know, an upliftment. So they just been putting this around 25 hospitals in, you know, the tri-state area. So we've gone to Brooklyn, we've gone to Queens, we've gone to, you know, uptown, we went to Westchester. So we got like another week. So, you know, the nurses come out, they cry, people look at it, you know, it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of feelings going around, you know what I'm saying? I think it's beautiful and heartwarming, like these messages that the artist is leaving in front of the hospitals are so wonderful. You're basically saluting the healthcare workers and instilling confidence in people and pride. It's really wonderful, Frank. Yeah, man. Yo, right now we're noticing that without without those workers, the city can't move. Like we can't do shit. Have you asked to draw something yourself? I'm helping the artist. It's a lot of work. So I help him, you know, I color stuff in. So, you know, like he'll etch the letters. It's all by free hand by the way so he does everything freehand and then you know you got to color it in we're using pastel like crayons these special crayons and then after that we put uh we put like a ceiling like a like a lacquer so it can last up to like six months to a year if you keep on you know putting lacquer over it so you know keeps on we paint we paint it's almost like painting it like a nice lacquer that you put on the floor on your wood floors so you put a few layers of that so it lasts, you know, six months. It could last up to a year, maybe. This guy's an artist. His name is Hani. He's Palestinian. And he just, he's, a, he, he's, he's self-taught, by the way. Um, and he just, start, you know, he's worked for Reebok. He's done stuff for Nike. And he just draws on sidewalks all over the world. And that's his craft. Nice. So I've been helping him just paint. He's like, yo, paint this, this color, that color. So he's like, damn, you're not bad. So I kept on helping him. So i just been helping him for like, you know, 10 days now, we've just been going hard body. How much, uh, how many more weeks? We got another week, maybe. Hmm. Today, today we didn't work because it rained, so we, you know, we skipped today. So hopefully tomorrow it doesn't rain, we keep on going. Nice. Nice. Well, That's speaking dope. of keeping on going, it sounds like Americans are going crazy eating. Right, Jamie? What's going on? Uh, yeah, there was an article about, on Forbes, um, and basically... Um, let me just, the actual headline read, um, that Americans are excessively eating, drinking, smoking pot, playing video games and watching porn while quarantined. Mm. So this is kind of like, you know what? And I'm surprised because I, I, I thought during quarantine, people would take the chance to do things like, you know, learn a new language or (laughs) play a new instrument, learn how to play an instrument. (laughs) <laughs> you know, or, or maybe just start writing more in their journal. But no, people doing, people watching a lot of porn and eating a lot of junk. Basically, the, the, the lowest common denominator stuff, which I don't hate. I'm not hating. I feel like you need a balance of both of those things. I feel like you should try to do something that's, 
that you wouldn't normally do and then mix it in occasionally with, you know, the other stuff. Yo, make sure your ears don't go anywhere, all right? We'll be right back. You well, know. we are starting a new tradition since oh. we are all home. We wanted to get some of our artist friends who are also in their homes around the country. And our first Zoom crasher for this week is Melissa Dupree from Chicago. Hey! Hey! Oh my God, I haven't seen your faces in forever. Can I say, what up, Boom Boom Dupree? Crashed your Zoom. You hear about this all the time, but I'm not racist. <laughs> I'm not racist well, or, or having sex in my shower. Oh my god! Okay. There was, there was a couple that crashed a Zoom meeting, and they were just—it was a gay couple having sex in their shower, and they were just like, "I guess you know, when you got a voyeur, you got a voyeur. You know, that shit this is, is out." You can't do it in public anymore, so you have to just, you know. <laughs> I am finding my inner kink, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going a little bat crazy, but I can't imagine people who are like, this is their culture, this is their norm, everything yeah. about like sexual freedom and all these things. Oxytocin and serotonin are real, and people are having withdrawals. This is true. How are listen. you? I haven't seen you in years. I haven't, like, this is a gang. Hey, squat. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, girl? How are you doing out there in Chicago? Well, don't tell anybody, but I'm, long story short, I'm not in Chicago. I fled. I escaped Chicago right before my birthday. Um, on the, they, they set up the, the shelter in place, like, on the, the 16th, and I, packed my shit in my car, my dog, and like a month's worth of clothes. I packed my car. I called my dad. My dad was like, hey, come down. I'm like, all right, cool. And I drove to Florida. Wow. wow. Right, before, right before everything spiked. So I spent my birthday with my dad drinking rum, smoking a cigar on a private beach, and he made me pancakes. I It was the best birthday ever, and I, I don't get to see my father often. So a week turned into two weeks, turned into three weeks, and I was like, shit, Chicago's acting up. They're they're on the beaches over there. It's one fifty degree day and everybody went wild and Lori Lightfoot said, We're shutting that shit down. Wow, and so man. everything got shut down afterwards. So I'm like, Dad, I don't know if I should go home. And he goes, You know what? You stay as long as you want. Well, it turned out that Florida was about to peak. And so Florida is about to peak soon. And now the curve is flattening a little in Chicago. So on Friday, I said, you know what? Let me get my ass back home since I haven't been there for a month. Wouldn't you know it? My engine blew out in Atlanta. Oh, no. On Friday, on Friday, my engine blew out in Atlanta. Thank God it was in the middle of the city and in the middle of the day and not in some like not black friendly neighborhood, you know? <laughs> Y'all doing here, huh? Right? And so, and so I, I'm, I'm broken down. I'm stranded in Atlanta. And I'm like, shit, well, at least I'm in a hotel. I'm safe. Nah, man, 34 tornadoes came and swept our asses up last night. No. Oh, what? So, so, yeah. That, so I'm in Atlanta. I was on my way back to Chicago from being quarantined for a month in Florida. You wow. still have like that floor. I w I'm in Florida vibe though. I'm Look, still I'm still yeah. seeing that. Cause it's still warm outside. It's still nice. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm in a nice. Ah. 
place. How have you kept your mind balanced as an artist? Because I know that you've gone to Florida and everything, but I mean, obviously the whole cliche thing is like, oh, you get to write, you get to create. But for you, how has this month been for you as an artist? You know what? I was really grateful for the forced rest because I looked at my calendar last year and as an, you know, an artist is a full-time hustle and people forget that we work every single day. We don't get holidays off. We don't get weekends off. There's no such thing as business hours. And if you're an artist, you're also an entrepreneur and you treat yourself as business and business, you put into business what you, you get out what you put in, right? And so um, during this time, uh, Empire stopped filming. And um, that's my income. You know, I'm, I'm a full-time artist. That's a majority of my income. My other income is derived by, you know, gigs and speaking engagements, teaching artistry, and, and um, I'm coaching self-tapes. So right before I left, um, there was, I, I taught a big self-tape session, and um, that stuff has still kept going. And so that's kept me busy doing virtual self-taping. That's the job. But as an artist, man, I needed to take a step back and ground and self-care because I could run myself through the ground. I'm not, when, you're, when I'm depleted, I'm not writing. I'm not funny. You know, I'm, I'm pulling from water from a dry well. And so I'm like, you know what? I need to replenish my well. So I, I sat down for the first two weeks. I slept hard. I ate mm. even harder. You know, mm. um, I, gave my, I gave my brain a break. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I, I, I did me for a little bit. But now, you know, self-tapes are going back up. Um, now I'm working on some projects. I'm, uh, I've got two solo shows that have been recorded, so I'm editing them right now so I could release nice. them virtually. Nice. So... You know, it's it's our time, man. We have to create content. We have to put our content on there, you know? We have our next Zoom crasher, which, hey, by the know. way, she's actually right now in Atlanta herself. Oh. Ah! Two Atlantas in the house. So, put your... <laughs> it's, I guess, a no. It's a no for put the hands together. They, they, had a, they had, like, a, a Zoom audience. So, put your hands together for Talisha LaBird. What's up, Oh, shit! Hey, yeah. girl! <laughs> Melissa, you can stay with Talisha because Talisha's in Atlanta herself. There we go. <laughs> I just joined. You can't just voluntarily put me in somebody else's house during quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Hola. Talisha, ¿cómo está? I was hoping you had your mini mic. What's up? <laughs> so, listen, the thing with the mini mic, like, honestly, it, the little attachment, I left it in Sasha's cousin's house. Damn. And she lives uh, 40 minutes away from part. me. <laughs> that one part you need is always at somebody else's house. Oh, Steve Jobs messed us up because we need a, a whole a whole technique. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> too much, too much. Talisha, so how you been? How's this quarantine life treating you? <sighs> All right, I'm going to tell you, like... If I spend one more month, because like I'm used to being at home as a creative, I feel like I'm always at home. So it doesn't feel that different for me. And honestly, low key, I was enjoying it at first because I'm like, okay, I get to save my money. Nobody gets to invite me to no events. I don't have to go. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm happy about that. The only thing is, is like during the moment of it, I was in New York and I had to stop doing the things that I went out there for. And then on top of that, like all the stuff that I had lined up to go to LA after just like crumbled. Uh, so it's 
killed me. Like, because oh. yeah. I was just so excited and I got there to New York and I'm like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. And then it's like quarantine said that. And, but I had to put myself in a position to be like, okay, Talisha, like this is not the end of the world. Um, a lot of creatives that are just like you are going through the same thing and maybe some, t- maybe even worse because I'm blessed to um, be living in a situation where I don't have to like, scatter money and like oh how am I gonna pay my rent like I am really blessed right now so I started thanking God for that and also praying for all the other people that are not in my situation and hoping that they do figure it out sort of personal question for you too I haven't asked this yet what how was Florida and how is Atlanta right now the the TP count how's the toilet paper is there a shortage in your cities or is it yeah bro like I went to Target at 10 30 and I was just like are y'all done with toilet paper for real for real and they're like we sell out at 8 30 every morning they ration that shit out damn <laughs> she said ration that shit out <laughs> love that i feel like we have to crowdsource toilet paper <laughs> right i Wait, think we so all i have a question yeah. if the only toilet paper because i had a decision like this the only toilet paper is like the cheapest one the scratchiest shit like key food <laughs> toilet paper like do you Look. Do you buy that one? Do you buy that one shitty roll, or do you say "fuck it"? I'm just gonna like sh- do a napkin or some shit like that. We're not at that point yet, but I have always believed in my heart that zero ply was better than one ply. True. Uh-uh. Uh, I'd rather a t-shirt, my friend's rag, yeah. my dog to wipe my ass I'm, before I do one ply toilet paper. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, I I'm got like take that risk. I got mad orphan socks on deck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> socks that don't come back. Orphan with socks? Mad. You know, yeah. Yo, I'm going to be honest. I get real Dominican. I do the medio baño. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I act like I'm in El Campo. Got to go with the medio baño. You know what I'm saying? Have the little cup in the bathroom. Shh. All right, so basically, so you got to have the bucket in, in the bathtub, right? You fill it up with water. You get a little cup on the side, but you're sitting on the toilet. You put some, you know, soap ahí, te comienza a That's not like do-it-yourself bidet. Yeah. Yo, I learned that in Gaspar Hernández in the Dominican Republic. I remember, the, I will never forget this. My mom was like, se fue la luz, nosotros no podemos comprar el inversor. So, medio baño. I was like, medio who? She's like, see, mi hija, hoy tú aprendes cómo lavarte el culo de verdad. And ever oh since then. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very quickly for you, too. Um, what is one thing you've discovered in the last month about yourself that now that you've been quarantined, like it's forced you to be spending a lot of time by yourself? What's one thing you've learned about yourself? Cógelo, Talisha. Um, I, I feel like I learned that I need to, in the morning especially, or just, out of my day, I need to spend some me time. That meaning um, away from social media, um, writing on my thoughts, um, because I feel like within the quarantine, I kind of fell into like a small little depression. I'm not even gonna front and I'm okay with like expressing that. And so I have a great support system as far as like my boyfriend and my partner, um, we spoke about it and it wasn't easy to speak about, but through that conversation, I was able to learn like, okay, I got to start putting in some me time every day in order for me not to fall into that, those feelings and um, 
being okay with like feeling on my feelings and not just feeling like I need to work all the time. I need to be doing something like it's okay if I just spend one or two hours to myself, maybe reading a book. Okay. Doing meditation, like whatever it is that makes me feel great. I need to do that at least for an hour or two. And going forward, that's what I'll be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to echo that. I feel very much the same, Talisha. And, and and part of that was my spirituality. I was like, oh, you know, I get to spend time, you know, really doing my baths and, and cleansing mm-hmm. and like making sure my spirit is okay. Because as entertainers, as performers, like what we do is we're truth tellers and we have to take a lot of what we experience and transmute that and articulate yeah. that in ways a lot of people don't have to. But in order to do that, we have to reflect. And yeah. so during this time, I was like, okay, cool. Um, Let me reflect to do art. But what I learned about myself is that I am not motivated to create art without a motivator. So I'm, I'm driven to create out of necessity and out of a deadline and out of, all right, we got to do something. Let's problem solve. And so my, my, my artistic vein has been non-existent unless there was something that pushed me to do it. And I, I, Really, I'm really looking at what I'm doing as, okay, why am I doing this? Why, why do I use art? And so I'm questioning it. I was like, oh, I'm always using art as a tool for something else. My talent mm. is going to be a tool for the service that I want to provide, right? My, ta- mm. my talent and my platform, my drive to get my platform is going to be used to do the thing I want to do, which is going to be of service and, and whatever is going to be a community yes, so I found that I was like, I'm not driven to create for creation's sake. I'm driven to create mm-hmm. to meet a purpose for something else, to be of service. That's so. awesome. Yeah, I could agree. Like, honestly, and and even so, like today, for example, and yesterday, I took a huge break and I got a couple of people DMing me like, hey, what's up? Like, I haven't seen you like post anything. So they were yeah. just checking up on me. And I get it. Like, you know, people want to see my stories because, you know, I make them laugh and I bring them some light. But sometimes I need to bring my own light to myself. And if I'm not doing that, then I can bring no light to whoever it is that's on social. Actually, um, say it again. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, girl? Um, No, but seriously, uh, I agree with everything that you were saying. And um, I kind of felt that way. I felt like I wasn't feeling inspired. And I'm like, well, maybe because I haven't been able to be out and and see certain things that I'm like, oh, that was funny. I'm going to be able to talk about it and shine some light on it on my social and just make it funny. Um, but being at home, definitely, I don't know. I, I kind of feel good about this. And I'm glad that I haven't been feeling pressured because everyone is on the same page where we can't feel pressured. We just got to stop for a second, be with our family, be with our, by ourselves if we need to, mm-hmm. and just focus on our mental health. and. And what we want to do during this time, which is the best freedom that I don't think we've ever had. Well, you guys, it must be it must be ladies night here on LOL Zoom Crashers because we have another Zoom Crasher in the waiting room. Uh, we are bringing someone else in the room. So okay. please enter our final surprise guest. So many people. Hi, girl. Welcome, Cat Lazo, in the building. Hey. Pew, 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 pew. Hello, everyone. Hello. It's hello, girl. Welcome. How's everyone doing? Do you hear the reggaeton from my window? We hear the reggaeton. Hey. Fuck it up. Oh, oh. Get out. Okay. Oh, freaking it like right now. Cat is Where doing some really cool moves right now. 
<laughs> are you in Puerto Rico? Where are you? I am. I am in Puerto Rico right now. Wow. As you lovely. can tell from the music out the windows. I mean, technically, you can find that anywhere. It could have been Spanish Harlem. But you never know. <laughs> true, 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 true. So how did you end up in Puerto Rico during quarantine? So I have family here. Um, I think it's a little confusing. I feel like uh, my I, I'm constantly confusing people. No, I'm not Puerto Rican. Yes, I have family on the island. Um, and so I often come here. I already had this trip uh, planned out. And it was a little bit strategic because I knew that folks in New York were going to have company and folks out here weren't. So, you know. I made the decision super early on to continue with a trip that I already had planned. Kat, how are you dealing with the quarantine, like as a creative person? Like, you know, just are you write more or, or um, do other things that you didn't have time to do before? Or are you just kind of like stuck? Uh, so I think what I've learned is that I've been living a quarantined life before being quarantined. <laughs> so I feel like I've been preparing for this, uh, I was going to say day, but clearly I don't know how many days we've been in quarantine, uh, for this pandemic for a minute. Uh, a lot of my work consists of me working from home and I've been working from home for now like five years. So when I see a lot of people kind of stress out about like, what do I do? Oh my God. Like, okay, look up how to have a daily routine. Like wake up, meditate, do this exercise, eat, cook. Da -da -da. I'm like, I've been doing this. So I'm good. Uh, to piggyback on that but doesn't that like uh because as i was also i was saying that when i jumped in here too <laughs> when i jumped into here too like everyone's going crazy but because i've worked from home i would say like almost a year now um it it feels normal but that just proves to show like the fact that everyone was we've been brought up in america to like think about things as a nine to five and that's just how it has to be. The routine needs to be wake up and put in it. And it's like a rat race. Not that the rat race is now in a little box and you have to just stay there and there's nowhere to go. People are freaking out and yeah. they're starting to, I feel like people are just starting to realize how, how much they were just doing the same thing without a thought, just doing yeah. the same Ooh. thing without taking care of themselves or taking care of their family or just, being able to sit down and think, it's like they still want that because of that pressure of, I've been doing this for so long that I've been doing it without thinking. So you know, now it's like, like funny people and I always tend to make things serious, but yes, you have a, a great point. And what I've been saying is that um, like the nine to five traditional uh, kind of like lifestyle allows, doesn't allow people to think for themselves and they have a routine, right? So I wake mm -hmm. up at this time, I wake the children up, I make my coffee, I'm in the car by this time, or I'm on the subway, I get to work, I get out, I eat, done, repeat. Now, when you work from home, you have to create your own routine and you have to be really, really intentional about it or else mm -hmm. you either don't do shit, you know? <laughs> so you have to be yeah. intentional with like, how am I waking <laughs> up? How am I setting the intention for the day? What energy am I bringing? When am I eating? Like, we forget that if you're in an office setting, what part of the psychology behind that is that like, everyone knows at a certain moment, everyone's gonna be like, hey bro, you wanna go get a salad? Yeah, let me go get a salad. <laughs> okay, now I'm gonna feed myself. When you work from home, the way that, that's funny that I'm saying this, but I just realized I haven't had dinner. I haven't had anything because you just keep working, 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 and you forget. Yeah. There's no reminder to tell you 
time out, you know? So you have to be like extra, extra intentional with creating your routine, not just mm -hmm. following something. Yeah, I have yeah. a whole new appreciation for like my mother and what she did raising three children and just being the homemaker. Cause I have been a homemaker for the last month. And I was a full-time mom before that, but I also have babysitting services and people that would help. And my village and I are disconnected right now. So it is just me. And it's just a whole new perspective on what it takes to really hold the family down as the homemaker. My mother did this, and I know several other women um, that came before us and are still doing it now, but I have a profound appreciation for them. Um, I sometimes go to sleep at night feeling like a failure. Uh, these last, this you know, last three weeks to a month, I feel like I could have cooked more today. I could have cleaned better. Are there any germs? Stop! 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 stop. No, that's yeah. not gonna let you do that. It's just yeah. my mental, but it's because when I grew up, my mother kept that house fucking spotless. Mm -hmm. I don't know how the fuck she did that shit with three kids running around. Listen, until this, day, right? until this day, I'll be telling my grandma when I go back to visit, like, how did you do it? Because first of all, I'm a vegan, so I always got to be like doing things from scratch. So I'm just like, how did you do it? How did you do that? And then go pick us up, then come back, and then take us to the Bronx, and then come back home. Like, and you did that for years. So it's crazy. When I start complaining, I'll be like, bitch, listen, <laughs> sit your <head> down, because <laughs> things could be worse. And at the end of the day, like, you were raised by a warrior. So if you they can do it, the best. we can do it. Like, right. for sure. the best. Amen. Oh, but, but you got this, Rachel. You know, you got this. I'm doing girl. what I can. And yes, I, yes. I, I, I go yes. to sleep also saying I did my best today. Yes. Amen to that. You showed up for yourself and for everybody else. Thanks, guys. Yes. Also, you know, labor should be divided amongst partners. So I like how uh, all these three guys over here are really quiet. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> because what they're doing the is same they're way. Us. They're censoring us right now. And I really. <laughs> I, uh, my hands are very callous from watching a lot of I'm here to listen. I'm here to listen. Jamie. <laughs> I'm just listening. And mira, Frank, yo te veo ahí. Tú también. So ladies, wrapping up the uh, uh, Zoom crashers, I'm going to ask all three, what is the first thing you guys are going to do after the quarantine? I already posted up. I'm having an, uh, a party, like a, like a, oh. a sandwich party at my house. It's just going to mm. turn into a massive orgy. Mm. Okay. Wow, that went from so, a sandwich to a orgy. <laughs> it's like human human sandwiches. Is that what's gonna happen? No, it's like let's have subways and and fuck. Have, have well, you know, like first we'll I, eat some salchicha and then we'll suck them. <laughs> yeah, I hope people are gonna be eating fresh. I mean, damn. Melissa, can you uh, can you make sure the Latinos allow crew gets uh, invitation? <laughs> oh, I see Sally Frank. Frank's the pervert in the dark right now in the Zoom room. <laughs> Ladies. Hey, yeah, put your hands where we can see him, Frank. Cat, <laughs> Cat, or uh, Talisha, uh, what are you ladies going to be doing? Um, I haven't thought that far, honestly. Hmm. 
but I I am gonna go back to um, booking my flight to LA. Like, yes, mama. The show must go on. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like the show will go on. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm trying to take advantage that I want to know when are they gonna start like basically um, saying that we're you know when is the time that we're gonna be able to go out because I'm gonna take advantage and buy a cheap ass ticket to LA. Mm. The tickets are like fifty dollars a whole round trip. Wow. So I'm gonna just continue doing what I'm doing. Like I don't think it's gonna change. I'm definitely not trying to go to no bar or <laughs> nothing crazy like that. Um but yeah, that those are just like quote unquote my plans for now. Kat, what about you, girl? Um I don't wanna end on a sad note, but I'm gonna give my dad a hug because like I said, he's stuck in Peru. And he's away joy. from everyone. That's a joyful. Yeah. Note. Yeah. Yo, you want to know something? You want to know something that I think more people should know? So the U.S. is saying how, uh, you know, they're trying to get everyone, U.S. citizens who are away during this time, trying to hurry up and get them back home. Yo, tell me how they say they want to get them back home at the cost of $2,000 for a one-way ticket that wow. doesn't even bring him to New York. It would leave him in Miami, and then we would have to purchase another ticket. Damn. Damn. No. U.S. of A. <laughs> <laughs> wow. U.S. of assholes. Because, U.S. of assholes. Uh, <laughs> are they looking I out for us or what? Like, what is happening? Are, are, are they looking out for us, or are they just giving us an advance on our tax refunds for next year? Like, That's all it is. Everything is on taxes. This whole country was founded on taxes, not freedom. Get out of here. Mm. It was founded on free labor. Well, then we need to bring it old school, too, and no taxation without representation, motherfuckers. Okay. Wow. Oh, it's loud. Don't shoot until you see the whites of their eyes. You want to take it back to the Revolutionary War? We can. Four score and seven years ago. We're going to do a Boston Tea Party up in here, (laughs) y'all. We have to do every rendition of a revolution that has ever been done and find the commonality, and the commonality has always been oppression. Right. Okay, well, come on. That's a strong way to end the end the right. segment. I think. <laughs> I, think we, I think we can end it on that. I don't think you can top that right there. So. I love you guys. We don't enough. My heart is with you. I miss everybody. I, I, I yes. Yo, real quick before you guys depart, all three of you guys are killing it. So continue to do so. This is a quick break just to reset and reflect on how wonderful you three are. You're contributing so much in your individual ways to our culture. Thank you for the shout out. But you know what? I'm going to bounce right off and go back to you. Shouting you out right now for everything you do. We love you so much. Uh, We love you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for representing us the way that y'all do. We love y'all. Okay, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, you 
you guys. It's time for the Fuchila Fresheners sponsored Kelo K segment. Have you gone to Fuchila Fresheners yet? Well, if you haven't, please do and use code LOL20 for a 20% discount. Go to F-U-C-H-I-L-A-Fresheners.com now. So Kelo K, Jay Ferns. All right, Jay Ferns uh, on Instagram and Jay underscore Ferns on Twitter. And I might be doing another DJ uh, set. Um, mm-hmm. But again, we don't know. It might be a competition thing with Elmo Di Foca. We're trying to like figure that out, but it might be the same time, Sunday, 5 p.m. So go to my IG Live. Something's going to happen. I don't know. And it might be... It might be cartoon TV shows. It might be cartoon theme songs. So oh, that's man. what we're thinking. Can't of. wait. Are you going to Are you gonna have a DJ name or is this going to be Jay Burns? Uh, it's it's uh, DJ. I'm not a DJ. <laughs> oh, clever. That's, that's how I've been going. Creative DJ. That's, that's my nickname. Huh? DJ theme song? DJ theme song. <laughs> yeah, because I might do more theme songs. I might do soundtracks. I'm not going to. Somebody was like, you should do like 80s hits. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing real DJ music. I don't. I want, it has to be like weird stuff. I'm not going to just start like doing like, yo, what's up, 90s R&B, let's go. Yo, I leave that for the real time, DJs. Huh? Yo, I, I was just going to say, at the same time, we need to shout out the real DJs who are out there really cutting it up for us and entertaining right. us. DJ Premier with the big following jump and fucking RZA and everybody. Camilo's doing the it. Versus, the Versus, that's what um, Timberland and um, Timberland, who's the other guy? They're doing. They're the ones who do the verses one. So they have I this don't producer. Know. What other guy? Who? <laughs> <laughs> the other DJ. They're the ones who set up the whole the thing where the producers and the DJs go at it. And so that's that's been like. But that's what I was like um, inspired by. That's why I started to do like this fake, this kind of jokey one because of the real ones. Mm. Um, shout that out D Nice. So D Nice started. He really started to do it. So, anyways, um, that's okay. it. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, once again, shout outs to Uptown Collective. Um, check out the website, check out Corriente Latina. And then I have sad uh, news. Uh, Frank, you can, you know about this. Uh, today, while we're recording, um, Carl Anthony Towns' mother passed away because of the coronavirus. Mm. Yeah. Um, he's Dominican and he's he's been influential in the NBA. And unfortunately, his mother passed away. And Damn. So, to the familia and everything and um my uh my handles Juan Bago on all the platforms um just a quick uh love and light to former guest Victor Almanzal he's mm. uh, in the hospital he's recovering from Covix and I just want to give him a big you know hug from us and anybody go hear the, the episode of him he's a cool dude I just want to send them love and light and hoping that he gets better and beats this. Yes. Yeah. To all of our friends and listeners and those family members of our listeners affected by COVID-19, we're praying for you. Please follow me at my handle, Rachel La Loca. A lot of IG lives happening at sporadic times. Uh, join in on the fun. And of course, a big dap to our OGs over at Yero.com. That's double L-E-R-O.com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. 
This week, they cut it up with Cuchillo, a.k.a. Ada Luz Bla from On My Block. She shared all the juice on her career, the show, and post-quarantine Hollywood. Visit Yero.com for the whole interview. Um, on April 18th, you know, we were supposed to have our hilarious show at the People's Improv Theater. The hilarious girls are cooking up something very special for April 18th, so you can just go ahead and pencil that in your calendar. There'll be something virtual going on with all the ladies, and it's very inspiring how everyone's just coming out and um, building together and uniting. Uh, we want to send our blessings to all the listeners and everyone out there. We hope you're enjoying this content that we're furnishing. We want to hear from you. So hit us up at We Are Latinos Out Loud, uh, at Gmail, at Instagram, everywhere. On Twitter, we're Loca y Vago. Now it's time for a quick little snippet of our interview with Mr. Jose Luis Wilson. Kids are severely underrated in terms of their own opinion. Uh, there have been studies on that, too, that say, like, students telling you how much they learn is a better measure for how much they learn than even state test scores. And that's, that's wild. Like there is, there has been a couple studies on that and you know, the studies keep getting done every couple of years. So that's one. Two is actually about how strong the relationship is with the teacher. And on that note, we out! It's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.